0: Hello everyone and welcome to the week 8 NFL Player Prop Show. My name is Dylan Bird here on Sal Vetri's YouTube channel. So we got a huge week in the NFL coming up, a normal looking week. We have no COVID changes as of now. Now as we speak, there have been tweets that say that there could be changes to the Giant game. I've heard things with the Chargers also, but hopefully everything goes over well and we get a normal NFL schedule this week. That being said, I had a great week in props last week. It was an absolutely huge week. Went 6-2 on props, hitting Terry McLaurin's over receptions, Sam Darnold's under on passing yards, Kenny Galladay's over on receiving yards, Justin Herbert's over on passing yards, Kenny Drake's under on rushing yards, and Russell Wilson's over on passing yards as well. The two props that I did lose were Clyde Edwards' e over rushing yards, and DK Metcalf's over receiving yards. That being said, we have eight more player props for you today. I'm extremely excited to get into them. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that if you haven't already, you could follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird. In addition, be sure to subscribe to my personal YouTube channel, SportsBird. I do a waiver wire show every Tuesday and college football betting picks every single Friday. So if you're into that stuff, be sure to subscribe. Also, be sure to hit the like button and be sure to subscribe to this channel as well. If you aren't already, it really helps me out. It really helps Sal out. In addition, all these player props that we're going to talk about today are from Monkey Knife Fight, the official sponsor of this NFL player prop show. If you love prop betting, you go on to Monkey Knife Fight, and they will match your deposit 100% up to $50 with the promo code VETRI, V-E-T-R-I. So if you love prop betting, Monkey Knife Fight is a great place to take advantage of this great deposit bonus. Now let's get started. The first player prop that we're going to talk about today is Aaron Rodgers' passing yards line, which is at 282.5 yards. So, the Packers come into this game with a 37% pass blocking advantage against the Vikings. In addition, the Vikings are absolutely dreadful against the pass. They rank 25th in coverage and rank 29th in opponent passing yards per game, which is at 2867 In addition, their pass rush is awful. They rank 30th in that as well. Now, if you remember week one, the Packers actually played the Vikings and Aaron Rodgers had 364 yards passing in what was a absolute shootout. It was 43 to 34. The Packers won that game. Aaron Rodgers is averaging 276.2 passing yards per game this year. I think he'll be able to top that average by at least seven yards, which would mean he would hit the over on this prop. I like Rodgers, especially now with Devontae Adams back in the lineup. They both looked great last week which was great to see. So I like Aaron Rodgers over 282.5 passing yards in this one. The second player prop that we're going to talk about today, we're going to stick with the same team and move to the wide receiver position. We have Devontae Adams over under 7.5 receptions in this game. So Adams has been absolutely ridiculous when he's played a full game this season. Now he's only played in three full games this year because he did miss some time, Due to injury, now that first full game was against the Vikings in week one. He had 14 catches for 156 yards and two touchdowns on 17 targets. The second full game that he played was against the Buccaneers a few weeks ago. He only had six catches for 61 yards, but he did still have 10 targets. So, all right, he only got six in that game. But again, Bucks very, very good defense. Then last week against the Houston Texans, Adams had 13 catches for 196 yards and two touchdowns on 16 targets. He has a 33.8% target share, which ranks first amongst all wide receivers. Now having a 33.8% target share is an absolutely wild, absurd number. That means that over a third of all Packers targets are going to Devontae Adams. He's averaging 11.5 targets per game. He also has a pretty easy matchup in this game going up against Vikings corner Cameron Dantzler who he has a 28% matchup advantage against, according to Pro Football Focus. Look, if Devontae Adams is going to continue to bring in 33.8% of the target share, 11.5 targets per game, and against a easy pass defense like the Minnesota Vikings, I'm going to take the over on this one. I like Devontae Adams over 7.5 receptions in this game. For our next prop, we're going to stick with the same exact game, but move to the other side and look at Adam Thielen's reception prop, which is at 65 so Adam Thielen normally does well against the Packers. If you remember in week one, he had six receptions for 110 yards and two touchdowns. However, this is a very, very tough matchup for him on paper. He goes up against cornerback Jair Alexander, who he has a 8% matchup advantage according to Pro Football Focus. Now Jair Alexander has been among the best corners in the NFL this year. He's pretty much shut down every single receiver he's faced except for Adam Thielen, I should say week one, but he's shut down Calvin Ridley, when he was shadowing him, Calvin Ridley had zero receptions. When he was shadowing Mike Evans in that game, Mike Evans had zero receptions. And then when he was shadowing Will Fuller this week, Will Fuller was limited to one reception. So Jair Alexander is legit. He's the real deal. He's literally not letting anything up to these great receivers. Uh, I mean, look, week one, he did allow four for 66 and one to Thielen. But I trust Jair Alexander to have a bounce back game against Thielen this time. And think about it. Adam Thielen had a great game against the Packers last time. He only had six receptions. So I think that the six and a half number, especially with the tough matchup that Thielen has, is just too high in this game. I like the under for Adam Thielen receptions this week, under 6.5 in this game. For our fourth player prop today, we are going to talk about Deontay Johnson's receptions line, which is at 4.5 against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, obviously, this is a very, very tough matchup for him, but first, let's get into the injury status of Deontay Johnson. He's questionable in this game with a toe-slash-ankle injury. They're not really specifying which one it is. He hurt his ankle in last week's game, but he's had a lingering toe problem all year. From what I've read, it seems like he's going to play, but obviously, this prop is completely contingent on that. That being said, there's only been three times this year that Deontay Johnson has played a full game or close to it. First, we have week one, where Deontay Johnson had six receptions on 10 targets. Week two, where Deontay Johnson had eight receptions on 13 targets. And then last week against the Tennessee Titans, where Deontay Johnson had nine receptions uh, on 15 targets. So, Big Ben clearly loves Deontay Johnson when he's out when he's out there. I mean, he's targeting him a lot more than Juju. Chase Claypool basically saw nothing last week with Deontay Johnson back. And as a result, I just think that this number is too low to pass up if Deontay Johnson does in fact play this game. Now, I know it is a tough matchup, as I mentioned before. He is going to see Jimmy Smith and Marcus Peters. That's going to be tough, but I don't think he could pass up a number this low. receptions when the guy's getting between 10 and 10 to 15 targets every single time he plays close to a full game so i like deontay johnson over 4.5 receptions in this game now the next prop we move to the four o'clock slate we have the denver broncos and melvin gordon against the los angeles chargers and we are looking at melvin gordon's rushing yards prop which is at over under 55.5 in this game so to start, the Denver Broncos have a 10% run blocking advantage against the Chargers, and in addition, a huge thing for Melvin Gordon here is that Philip Lindsay may be out of this game with concussion. If Philip Lindsay is out, then Melvin Gordon is just going to get more touches than he already normally gets. In addition, Melvin Gordon has hit this over 55.5 rushing yards prop in four out of five of the games he's played this year, so I just think that this prop again is just too low to pass up i'm not even sure if this is a good number i feel like that the number may be in the 60s especially if it's ruled that philip Lindsay is out of this game again the number seems way too low i'm taking the over for melvin gordon's rushing yards prop in this game over 55.5 the next prop i want to look at we move to the sunday night game where we have miles sanders over under 53.5 rushing yards against the dallas cowboys now miles sanders is questionable with a knee injury in this game. And if he doesn't play, I want to let everyone know that I will be taking Boston Scott on this prop no matter what happens. So just think about this prop as Miles Sanders or Boston Scott. Obviously, I will update everyone on Twitter when this happens, when the injury news officially comes out, when Miles Sanders status is determined. But To get into the Dallas Cowboys here, who are the Eagles' opponent, the Dallas Cowboys rank 30th in run defense, and we just saw Antonio Gibson destroy them. 20 carries for 128 yards and a touchdown in that game. I believe that Antonio Gibson's rushing yards prop was around 50.5 in that game against the Cowboys, and Antonio Gibson had that beat with basically 10 minutes left in the first quarter. Like, that's how bad this Dallas Cowboys rushing defense is. In addition, we saw the week before, Kenyon Drake absolutely tear up the Cowboys for 160-plus rushing yards as well. So this Dallas defense is ultimately just horrible. They're bad against the run, they're bad against the pass, and it looks like they've just given up out there. Like, they are not playing for McCarthy at all. They were a complete disaster against the Washington football team last week. So whether it's Miles Sanders or Boston Scott, I'm taking the over on rushing yards in this game, which is currently at 53.5 for Miles Sanders. I expect that to move potentially, um, so we'll have to see what happens. But again, I'll update everyone on the injury status, but over for either of these Eagle running backs. The next prop that we are going to look at today, we have Travis Fulgham over under 64.5 receiving yards. We're staying with this Eagles-Cowboys game, and I want you to look at Travis Fulgham's last three games. So first, we have 5 for 73 on 11 targets last week against the Giants, 6 for 75 on 10 targets against Baltimore the week before that, and then 10 for 152 on 13 targets against the Steelers the week before that. So Travis Fogum has gone for 10 plus targets in each of the last three games. He's also gone over 64.5 receiving yards in all of those three games. And in addition, he comes into this game with an easy matchup against Trevon Diggs, who he has a 23% matchup advantage against. Dallas ranks 32nd in the NFL, so dead last in coverage. Look, I faded the Dallas defense by taking Terry McLaurin's over receptions last week. I'm gonna fade the Dallas defense again by taking Travis Fulgham over 64.5 receiving yards in this game. Now, in addition, Deshaun Jackson will miss this game, so will be an increase in opportunities for Travis Fulgham as well. Just another thing to help him hit that 64.5 receiving yards prop. The eighth and final player prop, that we're going to look at on this slate is Mike Evans over under 74.5 receiving yards. Now this game is Monday Night Football Bucks against the Giants. Evans has had a down year this year. He has not eclipsed 74.5 receiving yards in five out of the seven games, meaning he's only gone over 74.5 receiving yards in two of the games he's played this year. Now the Giants may be a bad team, but Mike Evans personally has a tough matchup here with Giants corner James Bradbury. According to Pro Football Focus, Mike Evans has a minus 4% matchup advantage against Bradbury. Bradbury has been lights out this season. He pretty much shuts down every single wide receiver that he's faced this year. He allowed only three receptions for 33 yards against Allen Robinson, one reception for eight yards against Amari Cooper, and then three for 34 to Deshaun Jackson. So he's doing a really, really good job covering everybody he's asked to shadow. I expect him to shadow Mike Evans in this game. So I know Godwin's out, but there are plenty of other targets for Tom Brady to throw to, whether it be Rob Gronkowski, whether it be Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. I like the under 74.5 receiving yards in this game for Mike Evans. I hope that Mike Evans kind of turns things around for the rest of this year. Maybe the addition of Antonio Brown will help him because it'll draw a lot of attention off of him, but I like the under here in this game. And that's a wrap for this week's NFL player prop show. Just wanted to remind everyone that if you haven't already, be sure to like this video. Be sure to subscribe to this channel. It really helps me out. It really helps sell out. In addition, you could follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird. I will be tweeting out if I'm adding any props before any of the games, whether that be the one o'clock games, whether that be the four o'clock games, whether that be the Sunday night game, or whether that be the Monday night game. In addition, you could subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Sportsbird. I have a waiver wire show every Tuesday, a college football betting pick show every Friday. So be sure to subscribe to that as well. Goodbye, everyone, and good luck with your prop betting this week.